0: You've never been great with money, but you're smart enough to know that taking out another loan is going to be a huge pain, a long-term pain. But somehow, the future pain of a loan feels worth it to handle the overwhelm of the present. The reality that you're not really equipped to take care of your dad. At breakfast, you tell your father that you're looking into some options to pay for home care. You try to be vague, so he doesn't worry. It's depressing and soul-sucking and terrifying, but you do look into it and eventually take out the best loan you can find, which might not be the best loan there is. Honestly, it's hard to tell. When the money hits your bank account, you book appointments with some potential caregivers. Even with the loan, you can't afford for a caregiver to work whole days. But you find a lovely woman named May, who comes by and helps in the mornings. She's quiet, but firm. She hates small talk, but your dad actually listens to her, which grants you time to work and study. You try not to think about the money too much, but it's hard when your mailbox is crammed full of ads from random loan companies trying to con you into their latest high-interest scam. You throw them all in the trash, cursing whichever company sold your information to the vultures. A few months later, May slides a letter at you across the kitchen counter. She points at it like it's potentially full of anthrax and scowls at you like you're trying to murder her. You don't recognize it and you tell her so, but she points again. When you open it, your stomach drops. Your father's name is at the top, above an account number, and there's an overdue balance, bold and red. $2,845.43. $2,845.43. You bring the letter to your dad and ask him if he recognizes it. He looks proud. Oh yeah, you, you mentioned needing help paying for May. Uh, I did a, a bit of research and found a good deal. You try to explain to your dad that the deal he got was not, in fact, good. Doing a little math, you realize that the loan was originally for $600 with 555% interest. You've never had a poker face and your dad can tell you're not as proud as he thought you would be. I helped, you never let me do anything, but this was something I could do. I helped you find money for this, for for May, for, for me. He looks helpless on top of being angry. You try not to think about how feeble he seems, how thin and bony his hand is, gripping the letter, the same hand that signed that awful loan document, his pen probably shaking as he carefully scrawled out his name. You drop it, thanking him for his help. Once he's gone back to watch TV with May, you write the check for $2,845.43. $3,000 isn't a complete deal breaker. You can take it out of your meager savings. But now, it's yet another item in your endless running ledger of costs. That night, you pull up your own spreadsheets. You calculate that at this rate, you'll be in debt for at least another decade. No matter how you calculate things, it's clear that you'll be paying off your father's care for years after he dies. You try to focus on the other things that you'll have to remember him by. But with the red numbers glowing back at you on your spreadsheet, it can feel like this will be his primary legacy for you after he's gone. And you can't help but feel like it's not the only debt you might never be able to repay. Vanguard Estates is a production of Flash Forward. The story was written by me, Rose Eveleth, edited by Ace Tilton Ratcliffe and Georgia Wyatt, and produced by Ozzy Linus Goodman. The sound design is by Misha Stanton, and the music is by Elon Blanc. Marcus Jones was played by Keith Houston. Imani Jones was played by Shara Kirby. Robot number 1 was played by Ashley Kellum. You can find out more about all of those amazing editors, producers, sound designers, musicians, and voice actors at flashforwardpod.com. An earlier version of Welcome to Vanguard Estates was performed live for Pop-Up Magazine. You can also play through a web version of this story at flashforwardpod.com slash vanguard, which features really cool illustrations by Maddie Lubchansky. And of course, there are 13 other endings for you to hear. So if you want to know what else could happen, head back to episode one and start again.